The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. I hope this week ends up being filled with blessings for you. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday, January 23rd, 2023. Monday of the third week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. Our saint today is St. Marianne Cope, born in 1838, came with her family to the United States just two years after her birth. In 1862, she joined the Sisters of the Third Order of St. Francis in Syracuse, New York. She was elected provincial in 1877, re-elected in 1881. Two years later, the Hawaiian government was looking for someone to run the receiving station for people suspected of having leprosy. The request was put to the Syracuse sisters and 35 volunteered immediately. In 1883, Mother Marianne and six other sisters left for Hawaii. They took charge of the receiving station outside Honolulu, On the island of Maui, they also opened a hospital and a school for girls. In 1888, Mother Marianne and two sisters went to Molokai to open a home for unprotected women and girls. On Molokai, she took charge of the home that St. Damien had established for men and boys. Mother Marianne died August 9, 1918. St. Marianne Cope, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My Lord and Father, inspire my thoughts, words, and actions, and accompany them with your aid so that I may undertake all my activities according to your will and out of love for you. I ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray that educators may be credible witnesses teaching fraternity rather than competition and helping the youngest and most vulnerable above all. This is also the day that the church has designated as a day of prayer for the full restoration of the legal guarantee of the right to life and of penance for violations to the dignity of the human person committed through acts of abortion. Roe versus Wade has been overturned, but we have a long fight ahead as it has been reverted back to the states. Today, pray for life. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, My guardian angel, intercede for me. Today, in the United States of America, it's a special day of prayer for the legal protection of unborn children. In other words, for the end of abortion. And while each one of us, each one of you, can offer up this time of prayer for whatever intention you'd like, I'm going to offer it up for that, for the end of abortion. For the protection of life from conception till natural death as well. And, Jesus, I place this intention before you, before your most sacred heart, 
through the intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And in the Gospel of today's Mass, Jesus, you talk about forgiveness. And you say something that, honestly, may lead us to scratch our heads a little bit and may confuse us, or may lead us to get a bit discouraged, when actually that's not your goal at all. We know Jesus does not want us to get discouraged. But let me read what he says. He says, Amen, I say to you, all sins and all blasphemies that people utter will be forgiven them. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never have forgiveness, but is guilty of an everlasting sin. That can worry us, and probably ought to, in the sense that, wow, I don't, I don't want to be guilty of an everlasting sin. I don't want to be a person who never has forgiveness from God. What does he mean? What is that sin? What does it mean to blaspheme against the Holy Spirit? We ask the Holy Spirit to guide us today in our conversation with our Lord in this time of, which is also a time of reflection, but above all, a time of conversation with Jesus. And maybe before we get to that answer, we can also say all sins and all blasphemies that that people utter will be forgiven them. And this is going to remain true. All sins and be forgiven, all of them. And yes, on a day like today, it's worth mentioning the sin of abortion, that God forgives, God readily forgives that sin, all sins. Okay, but what is blasphemy against the Holy Spirit? What is Jesus talking about? Let me quote St. John Paul II. Pope St. John Paul II says, Why is blasphemy against the Holy Spirit unforgivable? St. Thomas Aquinas replies that it is a question of a sin that is unforgivable by its very nature, insofar as it excludes the elements through which the forgiveness of sin takes place. In other words, it's a sin that's unforgivable because I've put up walls in such a way that doesn't even allow God to forgive me. God respects our freedom so much, he doesn't force his forgiveness on us. We have to accept it. We have to ask for it. We have to accept it. If I don't accept it, well, how can I be forgiven? So, Pope St. John Paul II concludes, According to such an exegesis, blasphemy does not properly consist in offending against the Holy Spirit in words. It consists, rather, in the refusal to accept the salvation which God offers to man through the Holy Spirit, working through the power of the cross. God offers us salvation through the Holy Spirit. Jesus, you said that you would send us the Holy Spirit, and you did, for our sanctification, for our salvation. And what is necessary for salvation? Forgiveness. So when I refuse forgiveness, when I refuse to accept God's forgiveness of me, then I am putting myself in a situation in which I can't be forgiven. I can't be saved. So we must be wary of this. And how can we counteract and, and avoid this sin? Well, by always asking for forgiveness, by not falling into despair. And sometimes despair can be a very, very tempting sin. Sometimes despair can feel irresistible or, or inescapable. But that's not true. It's a lie. Even if my emotions tell me that, even if I feel it, 
It's a lie. It's not true. God always forgives. Jesus, I do not want to refuse your forgiveness. I don't want to give up on you. I don't want to give up on me. But most importantly, I don't want to give up on you. In other words, to think that you can't forgive me. Once I was visiting a very good friend of mine who has several young children, and we were eating dinner, and one of the kids, who was very happy with that particular dinner, it was chicken nuggets and fries. And he lined up his fries on the kitchen table, and he asked me, he said, he said, Father, which fry is the biggest? And so I purposefully pointed to the smallest fry, and I said, that one. And he said, nope. And I said, well, could I eat it? And he said, nope. So I said, okay. Um, So anyway, a a minute later or so, this little boy, probably four or five years old, he knocked one of his fries to the floor and he bent over to pick it up. And while he was doing that, I reached for the biggest fry, I grabbed it, and I ate it. This would prove to be a very serious mistake for when... This young boy sat back up. He immediately noticed that the fry was gone. He asked me if I'd eaten it. I said, yes. He said, for real? And I said, yes. And then he started to cry. The poor boy started to cry and got very emotional. And his father said, you have to realize he's very particular about his food. And I said, well, yeah, I I realize that now. And so after, you know, 10 seconds or so of him crying, wailing, I'd say. I said, I'm really sorry for taking your fry. Do you forgive me? And as he was crying, he, he practically yelled. He said, yeah. It was very emotional and very sincere. He said, yeah, he was crying, and yet he still forgave me of this thing that had caused, <laughs> caused him so much pain. I asked for forgiveness. Why? Why did I ask for forgiveness? Well, because I'd realized I damaged our relationship. And I wanted to improve the status of our relationship. I don't know if it's possible to get back to where we were before. But I I didn't want there to be any obstacle between me and him. If we don't ask for forgiveness and accept forgiveness, our human relationships suffer. There's an obstacle in the way. And it's much more so with God. I can't ask and accept his forgiveness, how can I get to heaven? So that's the unforgivable sin because I'm I'm not allowing myself to be forgiven. Now, let's say we fall into despair. Can we then get out of it and then run to Jesus for forgiveness? Yes. Yes. Because we're open at that point to his forgiveness. It's only when we when we obstinately persevere in in, in not asking for forgiveness, we not we not get it. I mean, we have to actively seek it out. And the church offers us that opportunity in a very special way in the sacrament of confession, in which we confess our sins and we make an act of contrition. We tell Jesus that we're sorry. An act of contrition that we can make every day. In fact, it's a great way to end the day, by looking at our sins, our faults, and saying sorry. We finish this meditation turning to our most holy mother, Mary. Mary, pray for us. We earnestly and urgently pray for the end of abortion, and 
we ask you also to help all of us, maybe in a special way, those who are guilty of this sin, realize that they can be forgiven. But may that be the case for any sin. May we all realize that forgiveness is always within reach if we just turn to God, our loving Father. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's Monday, January 23rd, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. The liturgical day begins right now. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will will proclaim proclaim your praise. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant. The Lord, the valiant in war. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Who is he? The King of glory, he the Lord of armies, he is the King of glory. 
Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Our God will be made manifest. He will not come in silence. Our God will be made manifest. He will not come in silence. The God of gods, the Lord, has spoken and summoned the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion's perfect beauty, he shines. Our God comes. He keeps silence no longer. Before him fire devours. Around him tempest rages. He calls on the heavens and the earth to witness his judgment of his people. Summon before me my people, who made covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens proclaim his justice, for God himself is the judge. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Our God will be made manifest. He will will not come in silence. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. Listen, my people, I will speak. Israel, I will testify against you, for I am God, your God. I accuse you, lay the charge before you. I find no fault with your sacrifices. Your offerings are always before me. I do not ask more bullocks from your farms, nor goats from among your herds. For I own all the beasts of the forest, beasts in their thousands on my hills. I know all the birds in the sky. All that moves in the field belongs to me. Were I hungry, I would not tell you, for I own the world and all it holds. Do you think I eat the flesh of bulls? Or drink the blood of goats? Pay your sacrifice of thanksgiving to God and render him your votive offerings. Call on me in the day of distress. I will free you and you shall honor me. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. But God says to the wicked, But how can you recite my commandments and take my covenant on your lips, you who despise my law and throw my words to the winds? You who see a thief and go with him, who throw in your lot with adulterers, who unbridle your mouth for evil, and whose tongue is plotting crime. You who sit and malign your brother and slander your own mother's son, you do this, and should I keep silence? 
Do you think that I am like you? Mark this, you who never think of God, lest I seize you and you cannot escape. A sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me, and I will show God's salvation to the upright. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. Listen, my people, and I will speak. I am the Lord, your God. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses spoke to the people, saying, When a man, after marrying a woman and having relations with her, is later displeased with her because he finds in her something indecent, and therefore he writes out a bill of divorce and hands it to her, thus dismissing her from his house. If, on leaving his house, she goes and becomes the wife of another man, and the second husband, too, comes to dislike her and dismisses her from his house— by handing her a written bill of divorce, or if this second man who has married her dies. Then her former husband, who dismissed her, may not again take her as his wife after she has become defiled. That would be an abomination before the Lord, and you shall not bring such guilt upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you as a heritage. When a man is newly wed, he need not go out on a military expedition, nor shall any public duty be imposed on him. He shall be exempt for one year, for the sake of his family, to bring joy to the wife he has married. No one shall take a hand mill, or even its upper stone, as a pledge for debt, for he would be taking the debtor's sustenance as a pledge. If any man is caught kidnapping a fellow Israelite in order to enslave him and sell him, the kidnapper shall be put to death. Thus shall you purge the evil from your midst. In an attack of leprosy, you shall be careful to observe exactly and to carry out all the directions of the Levitical priests. Take care to act in accordance with the instructions I have given them. Remember what the Lord your God did to Miriam on the journey after you left Egypt. When you make a loan of any kind to your neighbor, you shall not enter his house to receive a pledge from him, but shall wait outside until the man to whom you are making the loan brings his pledge outside to you. If he is a poor man, you shall not sleep in the mantle he gives as a pledge, but shall return it to him at sunset, that he himself may sleep in it. Then he will bless you, and it will be a good deed of yours before the Lord your God. You shall not defraud a poor and needy hired servant, whether he be one of your own countrymen or one of the aliens who live in your communities. You shall pay him each day's wages before sundown on the day itself, 
since he is poor and looks forward to them. Otherwise he will cry to the Lord against you, and you will be held guilty. Fathers shall not be put to death for their children, nor children for their fathers. Only for his own guilt shall a man be put to death. You shall not violate the rights of the alien or of the orphan, nor take the clothing of a widow as a pledge. For remember, you were once slaves in Egypt, and the Lord your God ransomed you from there. That is why I command you to observe this rule. When you reap the harvest in your field and overlook a sheaf there, you shall not go back to get it. Let it be for the alien, the orphan, or the widow, that the Lord your God may bless you in all your undertakings. When you knock down the fruit of your fruit of your olive trees, you shall not go over the branches a second time. Let what remains be for the alien, the orphan, and the widow. When you pick your grapes, you shall not go over the vineyard a second time. Let what remains be for the orphan, the alien, and the widow. For remember that you were once slaves in Egypt. That is why I command you to observe this rule. When men have a dispute and bring it to court, and a decision is handed down to them acquitting the innocent party and condemning the guilty party, if the latter deserves stripes, the judge shall have him lie down and in his presence receive the number of stripes his guilt deserves. Forty stripes may be given, but no more, lest, if he were beaten with more stripes than these, your kinsman should be looked upon as disgraced because of the severity of the beating. You shall not muzzle an ox when it is treading out grain. The Word of the Lord Master, you have told us the truth. There is one God, and we must love him with all our heart. To love our neighbor as ourselves is more than any holocaust or sacrifice. To return a kindness is like an offering of fine flour. The Lord God delights to see us turn away from evil. To love our neighbor as ourselves is more than any holocaust or sacrifice. A reading from the Pastoral Constitution on the Church in the Modern World of the Second Vatican Council. Husband and wife, by the covenant of marriage, are no longer two but one flesh. By their intimate union of persons and of actions, they give mutual help and service to each other, experience the meaning of their unity, and gain an ever deeper understanding of it day by day. This intimate union in the mutual self-giving of two persons, as well as the good of the children, demands full fidelity from both and an indissoluble unity between them. Christ the Lord has abundantly blessed this richly complex love, which springs from the divine source of love and is founded on the model of His union with the Church. In earlier times, God met His people in a covenant of love and fidelity. So now the Savior of mankind, the Bridegroom of the Church, meets Christian husbands and wives in the sacrament of matrimony. 
Further, he remains with them, in order that as he loved the church and gave himself up for her, so husband and wife may, in mutual self-giving, love each other with perpetual fidelity. True married love is caught up in God's love. It is guided and enriched by the redeeming power of Christ and the saving action of the church, in order that the partners may be effectively led to God and receive help and strength in the sublime responsibility of parenthood. Christian partners are therefore strengthened, and as it were consecrated, by a special sacrament for the duties and the dignity of their state. By the power of this sacrament, they fulfill their obligation to each other and to their family, and are filled with the Spirit of Christ. This Spirit pervades their whole lives with faith, hope, and love. Thus they promote their own perfection, and each other's sanctification, and so contribute together to the greater glory of God. Hence, when parents leading the way by example and family prayer, their children, indeed all within the family circle, will find it easier to make progress in natural virtues, in salvation, and in holiness. Husband and wife, raised to the dignity and the responsibility of parenthood, will be zealous in fulfilling their task as educators, especially in the sphere of religious education, a task that is primarily their own. Children, as active members of the family, contribute in their own way to the holiness of their parents. With the love of grateful hearts, with loving respect and trust, they will return the generosity of their parents and will stand by them as true sons and daughters when they meet with hardship and the loneliness of old age. This is a great mystery, but I am saying it of Christ and of his church. Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. A man must love his wife as he loves himself, and a woman must respect her husband. Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, direct our actions according to your good pleasure, that in the name of your beloved Son we may abound in good works. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Twenty-three minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming up in just a few minutes along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Monday, January 23rd, 2023. I'm Paul Sonic. And I still think that the scribes were making a real stretch when they accused Jesus of driving demons out with demons. But that's just what they do in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible from the third chapter of the Gospel of Mark. The scribes who came down from Jerusalem said, He is possessed by Beelzebul, and by the prince of demons he casts out the demons. Jesus called them to him and said to them in parables, How can Satan cast out Satan? 
If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand, but is coming to an end. But no one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man. Then, indeed, he may plunder his house. Truly, I say to you, all sins will be forgiven the sons of men and whatever blasphemies they utter. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness, but is guilty of an eternal sin. He has an unclean spirit. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, it's pretty easy to fall into the trap of distorted spiritual vision, of seeing bad things under every rock. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. It is a fact that anyone whose sight is distorted sees objects as though they were deformed. The eyes of the soul can be similarly affected. Anyone who has this kind of spiritual myopia will see twisted and obscure intentions where there are only desires to serve God, or else will see in others defects which in fact are really his own. St. Augustine had advice on this point. Try to acquire the virtues which you believe lacking in your brothers, he said. Then you will no longer see their defects because you will no longer have them yourselves. Let us fervently ask our Lord to let us see always and in the first place what is good, which is a lot in the people around us. In this way, we will find it easy to forgive their mistakes and help them more effectively to overcome them. To live justice in speech and judgments also means to respect another's privacy. We need to protect it from the curious gaze of outsiders and not divulge in public what should remain within the domain of the family or the small circle of friendship. It is a basic right that we frequently see infringed or denied. It would be no trouble at all to point out present-day cases of an aggressive curiosity which pries morbidly into the private lives of others. A minimum of justice demands that, even when actual wrongdoing is suspected, an investigation of this sort be carried out with caution and moderation, lest mere possibility be converted into certainty. And it is clear that an unhealthy eagerness to perform post-mortems on actions that are not illicit but positively good should be ranked under the heading of perversion. Faced with traitors in suspicion who prey on the private lives of others, we must defend the dignity of every person, his right to peace. All honest men, Christians or not, agree on the need for this defense, for a common value is at stake, the legitimate right to be oneself, to avoid ostentation, to keep within the family its joys, sorrows, and difficulties. Holy Mary, Seat of Wisdom, 
invoke our mother often in this way so that she may fill her children in their study, work, and social relations with the truth that Christ has brought to us. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. And so we pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Blessed are they who dwell in your house, O Lord. Blessed are they who dwell in your house, O Lord. How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord God of hosts. My soul is longing and yearning, is yearning for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my soul ring out their joy to God, the living God. The sparrow herself finds a home, and the swallow a nest for her brood. She lays her young by your altars, Lord of hosts, my King and my God. They are happy 
who dwell in your house, forever singing your praise. They are happy, whose strength is in you, in whose hearts are the roads to Zion. As they go through the bitter valley, they make it a place of springs. The autumn rain covers it with blessings. They walk with ever-growing strength. They will see the God of gods in Zion. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. Turn your eyes, O God, our shield. Look on the face of your anointed. One day within your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. The threshold of the house of God I prefer to the dwellings of the wicked. For the Lord God is a rampart, a shield. He will give us his favor and glory. The Lord will not refuse any good to those who walk without blame. Lord God of hosts, happy the man who trusts in you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Bless your people, Lord. You have given us the law that we may walk from strength to strength and raise our minds to you from this valley of tears. May we receive the gifts you have gained for us. Blessed are they who dwell in your house, O Lord. Come, let us climb the mountain of the Lord. Come, Come, let us climb the mountain of the Lord. In days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest mountain and raised above the hills. All nations shall stream toward it. Many people shall come and say, Come, let us climb the Lord's mountain to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may instruct us in his ways, and we may walk in his paths. For from Zion shall go forth instruction, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations and impose terms on many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. One nation shall not rise the sword against another, nor shall they train for war again. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Come, Come, let let us us climb the mountain mountain of the Lord. Sing to the Lord, and bless his name. Sing to the Lord and bless his name. O sing a new song to the Lord. Sing to the Lord, all the earth. O sing to the Lord, bless his name. Proclaim his help day by day. Tell among the nations his glory and his wonders among all the peoples. The Lord is great and worthy of praise. 
to be feared above all gods. The gods of the heathens are not. It was the Lord who made the heavens. His are majesty and state and power and splendor in his holy place. Give the Lord, you families of people. Give the Lord glory and power. Give the Lord the glory of his name. Bring an offering and enter his courts. Worship the Lord in his temple. O earth, tremble before him. Proclaim to the nations, God is king. The world he made firm in its place. He will judge the peoples in fairness. Let the heavens rejoice and the earth be glad. Let the sea and all within it thunder praise. Let the land and all it bears rejoice. All the trees of the wood shout for joy at the presence of the Lord. For he comes, he comes to rule the earth. With justice he will rule the world. He will judge the peoples with his truth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, you have renewed the face of the earth. Your church throughout the world sings you a new song announcing your wonders to all. Through a virgin, you have brought forth a new birth in our world. Through your miracles, a new power. Through your suffering, a new patience. In your resurrection, a new hope. And in your ascension, new majesty. Sing to the Lord and bless his name. A reading from the book of James. Always speak and act as men destined for judgment under the law of freedom. Merciless is the judgment on the man who has not shown mercy, but mercy triumphs over judgment. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Blessed be the Lord our God, blessed from age to age. Blessed be the Lord our God, blessed from age to age. His marvelous works are beyond compare. Blessed from age to age. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Blessed be the Lord our God, blessed from age to age. Blessed be the Lord our God. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, 
to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the Lord our God. Man was created to glorify God through his deeds. Let us earnestly pray. May we give glory to your name, Lord. May we give glory to your name, Lord. We bless you, Creator of all things. For you have given us the goods of the earth and brought us to this day. May May we we give glory glory to your name, Lord. Look with favor on us as we begin our daily work. Let us be fellow workers with you. May May we we give glory glory to your name, Lord. Make our work today benefit our brothers and sisters that with them and for them we may build an earthly city pleasing to you. May May we we give give glory glory to your name, Lord. Grant joy and peace to us. And to all we meet this day. May May we we give give glory glory to your name, Lord. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord God, King of heaven and earth, Direct our minds and bodies throughout this day and make us holy. Keep us faithful to your law in thought, word, and deed. Be our helper now and always. Free us from sin and bring us to salvation in that kingdom where you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Good way to start a day, good way to start a week. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn. Patrick Madrid saunters in a little bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.